Thursdays. Uh, I was telling you earlier, this is like today. So Mondays are technically my day off. And, uh, but I had an early doctor's appointment. So like today was one of those days where it's working on catch up stuff. Like I animated a couple of things, not catch up the condiment, catch up, like getting caught up on things. Although I did work on catch up the condiment several times with French fries. Um, but no, uh, so I was animating and going through some paperwork. Um, but, uh, the thing about the thing about all of that is is that I've been thinking about this show all day because it was the only thing I had to do between eight a.m. and when I go back to bed, <laughs> which is also eight a.m. Uh, eight thirty-five. But yes, after I went to the doctor and then got back after the doctor's appointment. So that's super fun. Did you, how did you get a relaxing day? Do you feel like you actually took a day off today? Um, I, uh, I napped in between watching Ted Lasso playing games on my iPad, but then I did, I did animate a couple of things. Um, I, uh, activated Adobe stock, which is a new thing that is part of my Adobe account. And, uh, I also, um, thought about how we're going to make Rainy show. I'm excited about making Rainy show. Yeah, I was supposed to call him, but I fell asleep. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we're totally going to get it done now. Yeah, we're exactly right. right. I, I think this right. show might launch in sometime in 2023. <laughs> At the rate we're going. No, it's, we, uh, yeah, we can talk more about that later. But some news has happened um, throughout the course of the day. And the big one for me that like I just spent a lot of time is they're making a fifth lethal weapon. That's the important thing. <laughs> uh, yes, because Mel Gibson is directing it. And I thought we had agreed that there were enough lethal weapons and that there had been enough Mel Gibson. But he's back. You say so. Um no uh the actual big story for me is uh, The Rock has come out and said he wants to be James Bond. Hmm. Can he do a British accent? He's The Rock. He's got range. No. I mean, how am I going to ever Idris Elba in that role if, they, if someone else keeps taking it? Uh, I just saw Rock in a really nice tuxedo in uh, Red Notice, and no, he he, as uh, attractive as he is, as uh, you know, built as he is, he's not a James Bond body. Yeah, he's kind of huge, right? He's he's more of an odd job. Exactly. I I love the idea though. There was and and. You know who you know who would be the guy to talk to about this would be somebody like a Dan Wickline, who's a James Bond, who's really an Ian Fleming aficionado. Um, I would love to see a, there are two 007s. One of them is in America and one of them is in England. And like one of them is secretly a bad guy. Um, we so have a get, James Bond. It, it, he was Powers. called uh, Smart. Oh, yeah, Maxwell Smart? No, <laughs> Maxwell no but Smart. what I'm saying is is that this is the story you tell, right? Like, 
So Idris Elba is the real James Bond, but there's this guy in America saying he's James Bond 007 from MI6, and it's The Rock, and now Luther has to beat up Moana's guy, the guy from Moana, and it's over. Like, that would be a movie I would go see. By the way, if you haven't watched Luther, it's the greatest thing Idris Elba's ever done, except for make jokes as Heimdall. No, he he just did another movie right now. Um, Crud, now I can't remember it. It was just Luther is like British The Wire. Why can't I remember Luther? Uh, It's Idris Elba. It's sort of like um, it's British The Wire, but it's sort of like if House was a cop show. Uh, okay. I don't remember it. Maybe I haven't watched it yet. Yeah. Oh, so what? Well, what did you guys do this weekend? The did harder they fall. That's what he was in. The what? The harder they fall. Oh yeah, I heard that was very good. It was a good movie. Yes, you should watch that. What did you guys do this weekend? Did anybody go see like Clifford the Big Red Dog in theaters? Or? Um, no, I thought about watching it on HBO, but I'm sorry, Paramount. Is it Paramount or HBO? That Paramount Plus. Yeah, I didn't get an opportunity to watch it. Um, I did catch up on Shang Chi. Yay! Right. And I guess we can wait till next week when Mark's here because I'm sure he's got some input to put in there about that movie. Yeah. I watched, I watched, that's one of the things I watched today was I watched Shang-Chi again. Um, and I used the fact that it's Jung from Kim's, Kim's Convenience. Right. So I <laughs> my dad into watching it. <laughs> like, and now he's invested before he realizes it's a superhero movie. <laughs> like, it was hard getting past him being in Kim, convenience right, right you just expect i was i was watching a second time i was low-key angry that like the guy who played kimchi didn't show up somewhere just in a cameo role right you know you just want that um, but, in fact uh, he the guy who played kimchi was in um the italian movie about pizza oh my god what was it little italy i think that's what it's called it's a wrong okay, where, Netflix. Where is that available to stream? It's uh, Netflix. Let me. I, I think that's what it was called. Let me just double check. Um, so I, I I had a hard time getting past. Um, uh, yeah. Oh my god! I'm like so brain dead right now. Yes, he is, and he is in Little Italy. There you yes, go. he is, and uh, him and Anakin Skywalker having a conversation. Is really odd. Like him and Hayden Christensen? <laughs> yes. <laughs> was Hayden Christensen in that movie? I believe so. Holy crap. Okay. Wait, <laughs> it's Emma Roberts? Okay. Why and, have I never uh, heard of this movie? I, I know that, like, okay, let's be real. Um, rom-coms are my blind spot, but, like, for real? Uh, Emma think, Roberts, Hayden Christensen, Alicia, Alyssa Milano? Like, this is not okay that I don't know about this movie. 
Jane Seymour. Oh wow! Yes, it, it did. It did have a good uh, cast, guys. It's a decent story. I mean, it's already been told before. Um, yeah, it's, it's a modern version of Romeo and Juliet and whatnot. Of course, they don't die at the end. Spoiler alert! But that, yeah. kill them off just like that. <laughs> that would be an interesting take on on a rom com. Is it everyone dies at the end? We've had that. That's what Hamlet is. It's a rom-com where everybody dies at the end. It's true. Uh, I, uh, uh, Jen, what about you? What did you do this weekend other than save everyone from the cancellation or postponement of Bayou City Comic Con? And now I wonder if I've gone completely crazy because I was like, I just come off of two really big weeks. And that, yes, I have been crazy, yes. And uh, um, myself, the next week after that is Black Friday. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's, um, I mean, it's coming together. The good news is that last week while I was at Exxon, I downloaded a, a, an app that I can make graphics really quick, wi- quickly with. So it's as easy as, as people say, hey, can I get a booth? I'm like, sure, send me a picture. Dooba dooba doo. 30 seconds later, I've got something I posted out there. So. Um, I think it's going to be a fun event. I won't have any rest until after Christmas or I die. So um, I'm sure I'm sure that Brainy's in the same situation of just like it's never going to end. No, I'm lazing out. I'm seriously I'm, lazing out. That's it. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. You tell me this every year. I'm out. Yeah, um, all these bills we just got from our distributors, I think I'm going to have a heart attack by the end of the week. Man, things just keep so everything up. Get allocated away? Yep. Um, one of the plus in gaming is, you know, the multiple waves, but um, it's getting to the point where I'm having to turn down second and third waves because they're raising their prices. You know, it's just like... Uh, it's a little disappointing because I, you know, I, I understand where the distributors are coming from, but at the same time, and, and again, I'm not, I'm not saying anything bad about anybody. It's just, but I'm starting to wonder. It's like, hey, now, now that they have so much product, we're being used as a dumping ground. You know, it, it's like, hey, let's let's, uh, you know, give these guys all these allocations that we've been allocating in the first wave. Um, market price, as, as you see, the market price drop. Yeah, we're starting to see our the rest of our um, orders get filled at a higher cost. And I'm not sure if that's the right move to make. Do you do you get the opportunity to see the new price and say yes or no, or is it just like at any price it gets filled? It depends on who the distributor is. In most cases, um, uh, majority of distributors honor the price you had ordered them in. There are a few distributors that didn't take pre-orders on some of the items and said, hey, you're going to get what you get. These are pre-allocated. And basically, you're going to pay what you pay. Those are the ones we're canceling. If I placed an order for something, you know, if I placed 100 units with you, I will honor that order and I will get the 100 units, whether it's a loss to me or not. But if you're going to come around and tell me, hey, um, uh, I know you wanted 200 units, but I'm only going to give you 100. You know, Come back to me a month later. Hey, here's another 100. But uh, we're charging you more for it. That's 
that's not going to work because in that month the the market values drops dramatically. And I used to I, I used to use the the because you know I just because my brain doesn't work this way I didn't do my own books right when I had my store. So I had to have a purchase order number for everything. Like this is what I bought. This is my purchase order. Yep. So my accountant knew where the money was going. So I'd have companies come back to me and say, "Hey, you know, we we allocated you a hundred. I go, "Well, my purchase order was for two hundred. We paid out for a hundred. We closed that purchase order. I'm not going to get another one. That money has already been reallocated. My my funds have been reallocated, just like your product is being reallocated. Huh. Tough." And they go, well, we ordered these with you in mind. I don't give a rat's behind, you know. I, I totally feel you on that. That was one of the things I struggled with most is when, when that stuff happened, I'm like, I know I can make money. But where do I get the money? And is it wise to take a stab if the heat has died down? Correct. Yeah. And that's that's something you know. Uh, again, I know the distributor understand it. We understand it, but the general public may not. When we have to allocate money, we have to take it out of somewhere else. Just like when you're balancing your own checkbook, you have to take the money out of somewhere else. Even if it's a product that we can sell six months down the line, inventory is dead cash. We don't have the cash to pay our bills, even though we may have the most expensive, the most valuable item. That is not going to pay our bills for today or tomorrow. And right. It was. It was like I could I could have one hot toy on the shelf, but that's two part timers' paychecks. Yep. Like, I'd rather pay them, so that our comics are rotated and we've got bags and boards and all this other stuff is done, than have a hot toy so you can see what a hot toy is. So. Yeah, because Hot Toys started to feel like to me like we were like the museum of Hot Toys. Right. And, you know, and there are times, again, and I'll, I'll admit we are guilty of this as well uh, at times. Um, but, you know, when people walk into a small business, check out the Hot Toy, look at it, and, you know, even standing right then and there, go to Amazon and place the order at, you know, a discounted price, that's not fair to the small retailer. Um, you know, it's because they spent the money, they spent the resources, they're putting down the floor, um, you know, the floor space to display that item. And, you know, lo and behold, you've enjoyed everything about it. Now, when it comes down to pay for it, you want to give the money to the big box store. I, again, I'm not I'm not saying whether it's right or wrong. I, I just feel bad about it. I had an interesting weekend. Um I got to co-produce the live streams for um, Scout Comics HQ Grand Opening with my new buddy Joey, uh, who is their social media guru, and his partner Ambrosia. Um, that was super fun, like even just sitting behind the screen or sitting behind the scenes, you know, helping them out. That was that was a blast. Uh, that's a really cool facility that they've got, uh, and they're going to do some really interesting things from a publisher standpoint that's going to shake up the market for sure uh, with that location. Um, but I also went and participated in uh, alumni theater is what they called it. Um, this was this weekend, like 5,000 theater companies around the world all put on the same play 
or the same musical uh, at the same time. Um, nice. So, yeah, that? music theater. Hmm? So how did I miss that? Yeah, it was. it's called uh, All Together Now. And what happened was Music Theater International put this package together, some the theaters. Here are the songs you can choose from. Choose 10 songs or 15 songs, whatever it wound up being. Um, and you can put the, you, no licensing fees. So you can put it up for as little money as possible to make money because you've not been able to do shows in person in eight, two years. So my high school invited all of the former theater kids to come back to do stuff. And uh, I went back with some friends of mine and did uh, some, you know, um, alumni theater, which is a bunch of incredibly rusty 30-somethings getting up and singing songs they sang as leads in musicals in high school. And it was very fun and very goofy. Um, and I still can hit the note from the end of Sit On Your Rock in the Boat um, in Guys and Dolls. So that's something to be proud of, I guess. Nice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, yeah, that was my weekend. Like, alumni theater and scout comics plus my shows on the experience. So, um, what did you, did they announce any, like, really big things with scout this weekend? Uh, not as such. Um, there were many, many, many things that were alluded to. Oh, okay. Um, but the problem we kept running into, like, so, uh, Andrea Lorenzo Molinari and Joseph Schmalky were on on Saturday. And they kind of laid out all of 2022 for Black Caravan. Okay. Um, and then yesterday was Charlie Stickney and I'm going to forget the other guy's name. Um, what they do? I, that, I don't remember that either. I need some kind of clues. Uh, I can, I can find out uh, if you give me just a second, but um, they kind of talked about their stuff, but the big problem we ran into, I'll be honest, is that we couldn't get James Hake on the phone. Um, yeah, that, that's because he's uh, busy planning out the Los Angeles uh, studios that right. are opening. <laughs> yeah, we couldn't get James on, and he was the one who knew what we could. They could announce and couldn't. Oh. He was too busy walking so, around. Yeah, yeah, they were just so slammed, I think, at the location that, you know, it was one of those sort of situations where, well, um, we don't know what we're allowed to say and what we're not. Uh, right? What can you say? Right, it's it's the people who the people the stuff they did know they couldn't talk about and the stuff they you know they had heard they weren't sure they could confirm and that kind of stuff. So I'm really good at the people tell me secret things and then putting it in a secret compartment in my brain. 
I will say this. Um, they confirmed or they kept mentioning that the recount was a super pointy book. They didn't say it that way, but that's me stealing some misgen terminology. Yeah, that's all you need to say. Yeah, so be on the lookout for the recount. Um, something big is happening there. I think they announced it. The problem with that book is that there, it's like some of the books there was an opportunity to like hoard. Recount, there was no opportunity. That thing was a hot book. There's not a lot of copies out there that are still like, oh, I got a whole rack of number one first prints. I had a whole rack of uh, number one first prints. <laughs> Did I point them out to you and say you should not have those on your rack? <laughs> yeah, and we still sold them for much less than market value. Oh. But it's good for the customer, so we like it. Yeah, that's true. Make them happy. Yep. I'm just Now I'm just going to hear if it makes you happy in my head. Is it better than thong, 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 thong? Only marginal. All right. So let's, what news has happened? Has anybody heard any news? Has anybody had any time for any news? Um, Exceptionally poor news for me. <laughs> I've been buried. They had the Spider-Man Way Home poster. Yep. With all three Spider-Man being uh, displayed, but not Miles, which is a little disappointing. You know they got to save that for the the trailer stuff, right? You know that's where it's going to show up, right? Miles? Well, they could maybe show him at the end of uh, the movie. It could be post-credits. That's what basically I Basically revealing the next Spider-Man. I think we'll get to see him for the first time as a live person. Yep. Uh, Red uh, Notice got released this week, which, of course, as I mentioned, I watched. Did you see the coverage of Red Notice on the late night talk shows? I did not. So, uh, Jimmy Kimmel was supposed to have uh, Ryan Reynolds on to talk about Red Notice and Will Ferrell showed up uh, <laughs> and plugged the movie in his place and then Seth, not Seth Myers, Jimmy Fallon was supposed to have Will Ferrell on to plug his movie or his show with Paul Rudd and Ryan Reynolds showed up. They did the switcheroo um, <laughs> and they had clearly worked it out so like they only wanted to talk about the other person's projects and like they had the details. Nice. So it was super, super funny. And they didn't tell either Jimmy. Like that. That's how it should be. Oh yeah. No, it was. It was. It was one of the funniest moments I've seen in in late night in a long time. Um. So the other person that joined us yesterday is Adam Barnhart. Uh, on the Scout stream. Oh, yeah. How cool is that? Yeah, I mean, he was he was very good. I just I couldn't remember his name for whatever reason. Um, did you guys see the story about that there's a petition for Marvels to recast Black Panther now? 
because of the injury of uh, the Shuri actor? Uh, I think that has given it some momentum, but no, this is this this uh, a petition from earlier this year seeking to recast the role of T'Challa has picked up some steam. Um, Why? The best way to honor the character and performance is to allow another actor to step in the role, thus keeping the character alive. Well, they can they can keep Black Panther alive. They don't have to keep T'Challa going. I mean, it's right. Um, Nate Moore, who is a producer on Black Panther, uh, doubled down and said that it wasn't going to happen. Yeah, I don't think it should. No, I agree with you. I think that that, I think that that petition even existing is in poor taste. Yeah, I agree. But interesting to see sometimes what people care about, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, the they released some footage of the forthcoming new Home Alone trailer, no Home Alone film. Wait, there's a new Home Alone film? Yes. Yeah, I Home think Macaulay, Macaulay Culkin is a parent this time that forgets a child. <laughs> uh, I don't know, but this kid, Archie Yates, looks just like me at nine. If he had had blonde hair. Um, uh, yeah, it's it's looking solid like um and they said that some of the stunts are uh home sweet home alone's pranks required extensive stunt training yeah um ellie kemper and rob delaney uh play the bad guys wait who are those so it's aaron from the office and uh i'm trying to think rob delaney from a bunch of other great stuff um did a ton of stunt training. They're saying. Yeah, how many how many times can they retell that story? Well, apparently they. You know. um, they had the what was it, the original two Macaulay Culkin films, or were there three with Macaulay Culkin? Sure. That's a good question. I don't actually know. Um, hold on. But, you know... D- Home Alone 3 was not... Because, so there's two with him. Then there was a third one that came out in the 90s with... Um, The very young Scarlett Johansson in it. Which is why I remember just throwing that out there. Did they forget her at home and she had to destroy everything in the house? No. Um, she was like the sister. Yeah. But it was uh Yeah. This Alex Linz played um the lead um 
And it was like there were like Russian spies across the street instead of robbers. And he was like torturing them. Oh my. It wasn't a good movie. It wasn't a good movie. Um. Oh yeah, uh, Neil Flynn, uh, who was janitor in Scrubs, and the lead in The Middle was also in it. Now that now that I'm looking at the cast list, I remember him in it now. Um. There was a leak that showed that Marvel Studios is casting uh, a Daredevil for or is working on a Daredevil project. They've hired writers and producers. Who are they keeping as Daredevil? Or is it going to be Elektra as Daredevil? No, it's going to be Charlie Cox. Well, cause, at least because he's in the next Spider-Man thing. Um, so I would imagine it's going to be him. Yep. Let's see. Yeah, I don't. I hope they don't do Elektra as Daredevil. Um, I just don't want to have to explain that to everyone. Yeah. Um. So I, I you know, that's that's interesting. You know that they're gonna they're going back to that well now after originally. You know, bailing on it out of out of Netflix. There, um, I'm not sure if they bailed on it. I think it was more of a strategic planning to try to move them all into Disney Plus. Now, as opposed to having it with Netflix. I don't. I I still don't know that I agree with that. Uh, At the end of the day, it is about the money, and I think they they saw how well the shows were doing for Netflix. Sure. But I think it's one of those things that it's lessened the reach they could have had if they would have spread the wealth around a little. I don't disagree. Um, but I think this makes it easier to tie them into the MCU if that's what their plans are. When, you know, when Netflix had to go back and forth and back and forth, trying to figure out which one's going to, you know, they need permissions and whatnot. What can they do? What yeah. they can't do? Yeah. No, I, I, I get that part. Like I said, I just don't know that it's the move I... If it were me, it's not the move I would have made. made. I get it, but... I agree with you there. Uh, Sesame Street added a new Muppet. Uh, their first ever Asian-American Muppet. Uh, and with that, it sparks the it re- reunited debate. Uh, Cookie Monster, is that his name or his species? Yes. I just like Yoda. <laughs> uh, there is actually a correct answer to this question. What? How do you know this? Yeah. Uh, Cookie is his name. Monster is his species. That's what I said, but yes. Also, <laughs> yes, so Brainy was right. Uh, also his surname, like Big Bird. Uh, Bird is his species and his surname. Uh, in the Muppet universe, their, their, their last names are their species. If they don't have one, they have no, they're like, 
they're just a monster or they're just uh, a person so why do, do bert or ernie have last names oh and they're just people just people okay speaking of people uh the people on that show don't have last names or they have last names is that their species well like, if they're people they're people Mm. Right, it's only true for it's only true for Muppets. <laughs> it's, there's this, so there's this really weird um, this rule that Henson puppeteering teaches people, and it's why if you see Avenue Q, um, the the monsters in Avenue Q have monsters, monsters are last name, and the people in Avenue Q have actual human last names. Hmm. So that was a Jim Henson rule and everyone in puppeteering just kind of was like, yeah, we're just going to adhere to that because he was the man. So, uh, Let's see. What else is happening? Um, there was a trailer for the Halo TV show. That's not a trailer. That was a screenshot. <laughs> oh, there was a trailer. It was 10 seconds, and all we saw was a... Okay, I'll give you that. It was the teaseriest, can we agree, it was the teaser, teaseriest of teaser yeah. trailers? Sure, it, it was a teaser trailer. That's fair. So what's happened, anybody, uh, anything in the comic news, like comic books? Diamond is still under attack? Um, yeah, in fact, you know, we had issues with FOC up until just a little while ago. We couldn't upload our FOC. We had to do it manually, which I, you know, I had forgotten how much work that is. Yeah. I, I just did it just now. It was, it's all working right now, but I'm sure yeah. you know, when you do it the last possible minute, they've got it all figured out by then at least. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, you know, Warner, my co-partner, um, also co-partner, isn't that? Anyway. Uh, the co-owner with me, um, he just messaged me about a half hour ago saying it's working again. So I guess they fixed it on their end. Um, yeah, that's a very thirst trappy cover of Robin's number one. The diamond thing did throw the entire industry into the loop this past week. So, you know, it is interesting how. Mm-hmm. Everything's gonna be working. I don't see the Robin covers. Uh, it's the Babs Tar cover is very thirst trappy. If you're into a certain oh cover. yes, I see it. I remember. I I. Mm -hmm. That will be a a desired cover this week. Yup. It's a well drawn cover as well. Uh, I'm excited for Eat the Rich number four. I've been reading that and I've been really enjoying it. Uh, let's see. And uh, Radio Apocalypse from Vault, which is Rom V's new book. For those of you uh, lucky enough to get White First Prints, number five comes out. Um, and of course, number four, White Second Print comes out as well. Watchdog Legions looks very interesting. 
That is a behemoth book, so for you know, keep an eye out for that. Oh heck yeah, I went in big for a radio apocalypse. Why does that surprise me? Yeah. Anyway, it does not. Oh, and I probably will have to buy it from you, Jen, because uh, my uh, my LCS sent me a list of books they couldn't get, and I think that was on it. What was there a one in fifty ratio on that? Did I miss that? There's a one in one hundred even. Oh my god, I missed a one in fifty and one in one hundred. Dang it. They're both David Mack. That's probably why I missed it. Ah shoot. And I want them both. That bites. I may have to bug you about those if you got them. I do. Just make sure we get together before tomorrow when I forget and just put prices on them and put them on the thing. Oh, make your money first. If so, if you get a buyer for it, sell it. You know, I'll, I'll figure out another way to get it. Brady and I will just order 100 between us and we'll split them. <laughs> well, we, we got, you know, we got a decent amount of them as well. I just didn't hit the 50 and 100 mark. Did you see that the um, the House of Slaughter second print has a, a foil thing? Uh, I think there was a thank you variant for that, if I remember correctly. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Yep, that was right. nice. You guys got to tell me if this is still as cool as it would have been maybe a dozen years ago, half a dozen years ago. Uh, the Saga Trade paperback box set, just in time for Christmas. It's the mm -hmm. first, not, it's all nine volumes of Saga in a box set. I mean... Um, is, People are excited about it again. The announcement. Yeah. I think Saga like a Watchmen type book where no matter when they release it, it'll still do well. People are still going to want it. Um, it, it it's it's going to hold its market for, you know, at least another 15, 20 years. And with the release of the, what is it? I, I forgot what number they're on. Or what they're returning. You know, I'm sure right. that's going to be there for this Christmas. Yeah, no, it's, I can just, I remember a few years ago, like if that book, if that box had come out a few years ago, that would have been one of those things that you could just sell like, you know, like it was a license to print money at Christmas. Yep. Um, in the hardcover, uh, in the sort of odd, out of the way, um, Trade paperbacks, uh, Ben Passmore, Sports as Hell, uh, from Silver Sprocket comes out, uh, which is something that I've been following through his social media. Um, so I'm excited about that. And uh, to keep continuing the collection, the Sandman, the Deluxe Edition Hardcover Book 4. Um, if you guys haven't had a chance to listen to the audiobook yet, uh, I'm. I've listened to both of them while I was traveling, and I'm going back through listening to book two again. It is one of the best audio dramas ever done. Um, Carriers number one from Red uh, Red Five. Oh yeah, Very promising. Super excited about that. <laughs> right. Yeah, it was delayed for a week just because it couldn't get to Diamond or whatever on time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
um, due to, you know, just the state of the world, I guess. Correct. And for those that missed it, the first printing of uh, DC Horror Presents Soul Plumber, number one, second printing comes out this week as well. So, you know, that's supposed to be a good book. It's sad that Eat the Rich is uh, going to be ending soon. It was a five-part yeah. miniseries, right? I believe so, yeah. Yeah. That, well, does it seem like a kind of series that they'll like have a second series of it? Do you think that it'll just end? Crazy? I don't know how it would be possible. I, 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 I would love to see that. I just don't know. And this is why I'm not a writer. Mm -hmm. I don't see how they can write themselves out of this corner. Um, you never know. Right, but also totally possible. Like I, I'm sure there's a way, but I couldn't do it. Speaking of boom books, uh, Getting Dizzy also comes out this week. It's supposed, I believe, that is an all age book by Boom. If I remember correctly, I may be wrong, but I think that is an all age book. It is. It looks like a Boom box, I think, and it's uh, about um. Uh, roller derby, I think. Go figure, because of yeah. more. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. <laughs> she she must be really excited about that one. I want a copy of that with uh, with her signature on it. Oh, I'm sure she'll sign it for you. Do, does anybody? Do you guys know her her name? Like her roller derby name? I used to. Yeah, I, I know she's mentioned it before, yeah. so. Yeah, so. Let me see if I've. Are you guys reading Who Fights with Monsters? No. It's still on my poll. I did the first one. That's the Ablaze one, right? That's a yeah. Nazi one. Yep. That was a, I like I like historical based stuff. <laughs> wow, we finally get from uh, I think it's Clover Press, Great Gatsby number two. Yes, I just I just saw that right now too. So funny, it takes so long for this to come out, but I, like for sometimes we talk to companies, we're like, going, that's the death of a book." And then there's sometimes it was like, doesn't matter, take your time. <laughs> right. Saga. <clears throat> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's true. Uh, lunar, lunar Ladies. I'm not sure if you guys get that. And the last issue that comes out as well. Yeah, I think for some reason my brain tells me that might be pointy. I'm, at this point, everything at Scout is pointy. Just all of it. Just um be on the lookout for my date with monsters i don't know if um that was so good i really loved that book and the ambassador variant is the coolest you know what's so funny is that we've been as as retailers we're so like focused on the minutiae tiny little details and stuff like we've shamed companies into giving us 
free credit on a free book that they give to us that we can sell for a lot of money to the tune of seven point uh, five cents, which probably them <clears throat> more money to put in as a line item. <laughs> You're getting seven point five cents. I'm, I'm okay. I need to fight this because I'm only getting seven cents. <laughs> Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think that's a waste of... Uh, but, you know, with that said, there are times when that adds up. I've seen it where, you know, we uh, where publishers have sent us books as a thank you, but in the hundreds, and that shipping cost does add up. Yeah, back in the day when Marvel was matching your order, yep. I'll never forget that. Like I, I said on so many books that I could never sell you know because Marvel decided to match my order and the fate yeah you were you get a I'd get a whole box of one title I'm going yep. I didn't know there's so much other stuff you could have put in here why would you do this to me exactly I don't know if you mentioned Radio Apocalypse from Vault comes out this week as well that was the one we were talking about I, I did get the David Mack Variants. They were just not in order. There you go. Yep. Cool. That means I can get with Jen and buy her David Mag variants. You can. Or not. I like. I actually like the regular cover better. I, you know, uh, lukewarm take. I think the regular cover is cooler. Did Anand do that one? Yeah. Oh, Deluxe Editions. Something is Killing Your Children. Deluxe Edition is also this week. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, The Last Ronin Design Book. Oh, is that this week? Yeah. Uh, Also, um, there's a uh, variant that's at Things from Another World. That I will probably try and pick up of Radio Apocalypse. And, um, you know, this is probably going to be the big book of the week, or it might be the biggest flop of the week, but I think it will be the big book of the week, which is uh, Superman, Son of uh, Kal El, number five. Oh, everyone's going to add it. I'm like, no. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, is that, the, is that the, the, the one that's been in the news? Correct. You know what I hope? He's like some 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 kind of like super baddie, just to make it the most complex relationship ever. <laughs> right. Yeah. It. I don't know. I. I had to explain to someone the other day that hey, you know, it's not the same Superman, right? Like. You you understand character development, correct? Mm-hmm. And I'm just I'm I don't envy you guys being in the stores when the people who are idiots come in. We actually don't get that ever. Yeah, we don't get very many idiots anymore. Mostly because I mean, they're I'm very clear about this is everyone's everyone's safe space. Right. Come and look right. at like a bike gang guy that you're rolling with. Whatever you're a meme all. I don't care. This is your safe spot. 
Oh, sure. I mean, and that's how that's how it was. But you'd still have those guys who, while picking up the book, are going to make a snide remark. Yeah, I mean, they're they're still around. But right. That's one, what I'm saying. I don't envy. I don't envy you having to deal with the handful, like or you know, the couple of guys who are going to try and make a joke. That's just going to be really, dude. You know. Yeah, I mean, I do miss being able to charge those people double. So it, in my store, I, you know, I had my store rules and I said, if you make, if you, if you're an idiot, I'm going to charge you double, you know, but it was, I don't know. I'll be anxious to see what happens with the storyline. Like I'm going to, I'm going to read it. I've been reading that series anyway. It's the one DC title I'm picking up every time it comes out. So well, in the gaming world. Yu-Gi-Oh! Maximum Gold El Dorado boxes come out this Wednesday for this Friday, rather, depending on which which have a story. Please tell me that one of the characters in it is based on the guy from Road to El Dorado. (laughs) It would be nice, but no, it's a it's a Japanese game, so no. And this is also a city of gold. Um. You know, you gotta do that. Or at least one of the items is uh what was it? The funniest joke in the whole movie. Uh he's he's holding nitroglycerin. Don't move, don't think, don't even breathe. That so one of them is nitroglycerin and those are the those that's the effects it has. No. No one else that was that wasn't seminal for either of you guys growing up? No? <laughs> I just feel over here in my youngness being young. I'm such a baby. You are, man. Remember, we're a little bit older than you. Uh, well, biologically, we're a little bit older than you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for making the clarification because it's important. <laughs> in curmudgeonliness, in terms of curmudgeonliness, I'm definitely in. Hey, you kids, get off my lawn yet. <laughs> so. Wow, I butchered that. Anyway. I'm trying to think if, uh, if I saw anything else this week. I don't know. You've been working like so many hours that all you could do is work and sleep at this point. I don't know when I'm going home tonight. May I? I watched Matthias's hours because I see when he's at work because he's posting about it. I don't think that dude goes home. I, I thought he lives in his store. He, he he might spend a lot more time there than anyone possible. Well, of course, the night when I posted my hours of the day, the people were like, "I work regularly eighty hours a week." They were saying, "I was just like, well, I guess I'm a slacker then." <laughs> Well, I mean, there's something to be said for you've got killer staff. Like, yeah, I don't know what I do without them. Goodness, I, I, you know, I had I had pretty good staff. Like, my partner was great, but like, you have just next man up level. Like, everybody there could run that show and does a great job. Like, well, for another couple of days, because she's going to be firing them all, and they're all moving to California. Come work for you. 
You could have, you could like try to steal them if you want, but I'm not gonna fire them. No. I'm not gonna come down to steal them. Well, that's that's the that's uh, we were we were kind of talking about that the other day. Is that the problem with having awesome staff like Jen has is that eventually they move on. And yeah, you know, and it, it's tough. The cool part about it, though, honestly, is that the exception of like two employees that didn't really work out and weren't um, like we they they left on like weird turns. Everybody else has just become family. So when we have like our Thanksgiving, you know, get together meal, like we invite all of them. So everyone just comes and that, you know, they're just like, they've retired out to go to real careers and things, but they usually come back and, and want to be here or come back into town for the holidays and sometimes want to pick up hours. It's the most easy thing. Just be like, sure, come on back. Yeah. All my former employees hate me so much they don't want to come back. They don't even want to, you know. Yeah, I have. <laughs> so we only had to fire three people while I owned the store. One of them still talks to me when I go to the Barnes & Noble. But only because I had to fire him because he was buying collections out from under me. Oh, like, I didn't even. That's. Like, and it was. And it wasn't one of those things like I respected him because he was going out and hustling the collections. He was finding them and getting them to come to the store, and then he was buying them for himself with his own money. So I had to respect that about him. But at the same time, like, dude, you don't do that in my store. No, especially when you're paying him to do that job. Stop it, cookie. Right. right. So I still see him when I he works at the Barnes and Noble now, and I go in there occasionally to buy vinyl. And, you know, let's still talk. Like, we're still on good terms. The other two, uh, I ran into one of them at a bar, and they pretended like they didn't know me. And the other one tried to have uh, their fiancé at the time, like, one-star review everything. And after I pointed out that he only did this because I had fired his girlfriend, he changed it to a five-star review for having the courage to fire his girlfriend. So, <laughs> you know, it was, kidding me? Yeah, I, I have a friend who works for a large, uh, well-recognized, uh, uh, fast food establishment. Uh, he's the upper management of a fast food establishment. And he goes, the way we instruct our managers and our store franchisees to fire people is to invite them to become customers again. And I go, that's so great, but what about when they're dumb? And you just got to be like, dude, you're gone. All right. Well, we've been talking for like an hour. Really? And, right. uh-huh. I do want to point out that, you know, um, there are shortages in every single industry, including the plastic industry. And uh, toy makers are making some adjustments. Right. And as you can Thus, see in the background... As you can see in the background, these are the new action figures coming out. They will be available. <laughs> that's so. That's kind of why I want to wrap up. I'm relatively sure that Thong staring at me this whole time has stolen my soul. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> I don't know why he has a smile on his crotch. Right. <laughs> right. Like, what is that? And then in the cartoon version, his neck, his hands, and his feet were unaffected. Like, what, what is that? What? Um, so just know because of the plastic shortage, if your parents choose to get you toys from Wish.com, this is what you're getting. Uh. Hey, 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 we're going to get a DCMA claim. We apologize. Uh, we apologize to what is it, Universal Music Group for the use of your song. No, it was less than what six seconds, I believe. Brainy, how long? How many times have we have we tried to work on this? And it gets us seven, two seconds. <laughs> so, you know what? I'll give him that five cents uh, for playing that song on. Uh... Yeah, we'll license it for we'll license it for ten seconds. Right. And since it's what twenty years old, it shouldn't be worth that much. It's true. Now I do feel old. I can remember the middle school dance right after that song came out. Wow. Yeah. Everybody wanted to play it, and they wouldn't do it because inappropriate. Hey, man. So, all right. Hmm. Just in case anybody's looking for jobs, Meta's hiring just about all their positions. You mean Facebook? Mm-hmm. They're hiring. Like, I just got a notification for LinkedIn. They're looking for global head of community. Hey, there we go. I can boss people around. Oh, wait. I, uh, I have turned down two offers in the last week. To do, to do Facebook whatever's? Oh, no. no, no, I uh, two offers in the last week because I didn't want to stop working for Miss Jen. So, Aww. by the way, I just a butt ton of money. Enjoy it. Yay. It'll be gone. In, it'll be gone in like 45 seconds once I pay all my bills. Oh, my word. <laughs> well, he, he's still working on my contract. And, you know, like I said, I want a seven figures or nothing, man. Yeah, he wants a contract for his show. Uh, we just had to put five figures after the decimal. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that. Episode three point one four one five nine two six five, and we'll call it good. Per minute, right? Huh? Per no. minute, right? Cents <laughs> for the episode. I will pay you three, and then a fraction of a cent. I'll have my lawyers call you. All right. <laughs> have your lawyer call my lawyer. Uh, you do realize I have like about a bunch of family and friends that are lawyers. <laughs> I, I just hired a new one. I now have this many. Why in the world? So I have no. They all handle different things. Wait a minute. Jen's here. I'm here. So, who are the other two friends you hired? I have four lawyers, not <laughs> friends. They are, in fact, enemies. <laughs> oh, no, I have one. I have one lawyer just for contracts and IP stuff. I have one that does like my personal legal. Mm -hmm. um, 
I have one that's handling some real estate kind of stuff like that, and then uh, one that's a uh, trust attorney. Yeah. I have or, zero attorneys. So come to find out that the family farm where my grandfather grew up has been in our family for over 200 years. Oh, my God. Right. Um, because I finally got all the paperwork translated from German. <laughs> and so uh, in order to protect it, we're having it to a trust. Okay. So that's the new lawyer I had to hire, like someone who can do that kind of thing. Estate planning, I guess, is what it's called. Yep. Okay. Yeah. But I'm assuming you're going to pay him in the 3.1415 cents per minute. Oh. Unfortunately, no. <laughs> I'll take half his salary for mine. <laughs> um, that's like quadruple our budget. <laughs> so, um, for Miss Jen and Brainy, because we've been talking for a while. This has been Nerd News Now. Thank you for watching Nerd News Now. Part of the Kingdom of Geekdom on Woodlands Online. Sponsored by the Adventure Begins Comics and Games and Space Cadets Collection Collection. Check out the other shows on Woodlands Online like Weekly Fallout Sports Talk. Which, do they talk about, the, do they talk about how, 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 how the Cowboys are like kind of good and then some weeks they look kind of awful? I hope they, they do. still win. Needs to figure this out. Uh, the Adventure Begins show, For Reels, The Best You, Between the Trees, Business Talk, and much more. Um, you can watch all of these on Woodlands Online and on our partner station, KVQT HD 21, over the air on your TV, if you're in the right area. Uh, all of these shows and much more on Roku right now, which is how everyone can watch us. Uh, just search and add Roku to your stream, or just search and add Woodlands Online TV to your streaming lineup. Uh, now you can listen to our podcast show on Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Amazon. <laughs>